Welcome to Music Meditation, Music and Mental Health. A 40 hertz pitch can be heard in the opening gong, the background double bass immersion, and the exit music. More information on the 40 hertz connection to dementia can be found in my blog entry, Hertz Too Much, at www.keithloach.com. This episode is called Capitalism Has Failed. The main theme of this podcast series is personal and societal health and well-being. The Industrial Revolution is examined through the lens of how left-brain dominance has affected today's personal and societal behavior to create a cold and often ruthless environment driven by austerity and hyper-efficiency. And what does this have to do with music? I was, at one point, optimistic with regard to establishing government financial support within the healthcare industry to promote music as a viable solution for some of our health needs. Sound intervention and music therapy are proven solutions for many ailments. Likewise, in the field of mental health, the benefits of community interaction, especially through music, are well documented and hugely successful. I felt there were many options available through the arts that provided non-invasive, non-chemical, community-based and artistically driven healthcare solutions. Unfortunately, none of these fit within the existing healthcare industry framework because, quite simply, no one makes any money from them. Pharmaceutical companies and, by extension, lobbyists are uninvolved and unsympathetic to any solution that is not patentable. The government is not anti-music, they just don't care. Not-for-profit solutions are not accommodated within this well-established capitalist construct. Changing the mindset of the healthcare industry is an uphill climb. I will never forget a statement delivered by Colin Powell a few years ago regarding the part he played in supporting the weapons of mass destruction myth driven by the Bush government. Here was an enormously gifted, talented and respected bureaucrat, an individual driven by a level of integrity rarely seen in public office, reduced to almost tears, acknowledging his unfounded support that contributed to the invasion of Iraq. He was devastated, and that single act destroyed his brilliant legacy. He had been used and abused, and the invasion, to almost no one's surprise, was about oil supply and not world order. I also recall Barack Obama similarly proselytizing himself regarding his failure to negotiate a deal with the pharmaceutical companies for national pricing which would have enabled volume discounts in support of the Obamacare initiative. The United States pays the highest price worldwide for prescription drugs, with some countries paying 50% less as a result of negotiated national purchasing. Unfortunately, the lobbyists did not support or believe in his campaign. It was not personal. Industry decisions are driven by financial justification only, with no room for compassion or civility. Obama's frustration and devastation was palpable. Both of these are examples indicative of the power and systemic embeddedness of capitalism in our society to prioritize, justify, 
grab and hang on to self-serving solutions, regardless of greater good or logic. The historic view of capitalism is based on a wide range of variables, dependent upon the perceived winner or loser at the time in question. History is written by the winner, and yes, given the state of our society at this moment in time, capitalism has won. It was not always this way. For our purposes today, I will present the historic perspective of capitalism from a few Wikipedia sources. According to some historians, the modern capitalist system originated in the crisis of the late Middle Ages, a conflict between the land-owning aristocracy and the agricultural producers, or serfs. Manorial arrangements inhibited the development of capitalism in a number of ways. According to other historians, the first stage of capitalism came about during the 17th century, when merchants gradually became more involved in the production of goods by supplying materials and paying wages. The merchant made the transition to capitalism by making profits from the ownership and control of the means of production, as seen in the Chinese tea trade. And yet other historians state that modern capitalism emerged in the early 19th century in Western Europe and the European offshoots of the Americas and Oceania. Scientific advances created many new opportunities. For example, refinements made to the 18th century chronometer, a device for determining longitudinal positioning at sea, allowed high-speed schooners like the Cutty Sark to aggressively expand the tea trade. Recognizing the unparalleled dynamism of the new socio-economic system, Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels predicted in 1848 that capitalism would spread to the entire world. This last view of capitalism introduces two philosophers of the 19th century, and it is from then that I would like to explore the work of three authors, born within nine years of each other, during a period of time known as the Industrial Revolution. Charles Dickens, Charles Darwin, and Karl Marx began publishing their work in the 1830s, just after the Industrial Revolution. It is through their writings representing a similar commentary and perspective across society, science, and economics that a pattern of thought and behavior can be clearly identified. Interestingly, it is a pattern that extends itself into a change of attitude toward improvisation during the classical period of music, typically defined as 1750 to 1830, a period coinciding exactly with the Industrial Revolution, that has influenced much of our society's artistic interpretation and view of societal health and well-being. Creativity, self-expression, and compassion has given way to conformity, austerity, and hyper-efficiency. Given the systemic depth and breadth of today's societal norms, capitalism truly seems to have won. But capitalism has failed humanity. The next episode will examine the works of Charles Dickens, Charles Darwin, and Karl Marx. It might be called Dickens, Darwin, and Das Kapitol. Talk soon.